Hello, and welcome to a special field trip series from the RPG Academy podcast. This is the first of five episodes where we take a trip back to Rokugan with L5R Part 2. Longtime listeners are probably already aware that a few months back, Caleb and I had the chance to guest on the fabulous One Shot podcast and did a series of episodes that we are now calling L5R Part 1. Jim McClure, the host of Talking Tabletop, was our GM for James, Caleb, and I. Cat was scheduled to join us, but at the last minute, that wasn't possible. Needless to say, we missed her at the game, but we also had a lot of fun with that game. And from what we could tell on our side, it appeared to be a very popular series of episodes for One Shot as well. So when we realized that Jim, James, Caleb, and I, as well as Cat, were all going to be at a catacon this past November, it did not take us long to decide that we needed to do part two of that series. And that is what you are about to begin now. Before we get into that, though, I do highly encourage you to go back and listen to the original episodes on the One Shot podcast feed. Uh, Or if you have already, but maybe it's been a while, you may want to uh, re-listen to them before you start these. Because although I believe that Jim did do a very good job of providing context to what is happening, I also believe that hearing those episodes first would enhance the overall experience. I have linked those episodes in the show notes to make it as easy as possible for you. Uh, But if you don't want to do that, uh, here is a quick summary of what occurred so that you will be able to jump right into the action. So Caleb was playing a samurai named Hida of the Crab Clan, James was playing Miramoto of the Dragon Clan, and I was playing Haruma of the Crab Clan originally, but who had trained with the spider. The three of us were dispatched to investigate and then rule on a land dispute between the Crab Clan and the newly formed minor clan known as Spider. Prior to the Destroyer War, the samurai that make up the Spider Clan had been fighting against Rokugan, and by default the Crab Clan, for generations. This is to say they do not like each other. So as we arrived, we learned that apparently a river had diverted from its natural course and had moved further into the crab lands. The Imperial maps had used that river as the dividing line between the lands, and so the Spider Clan determined that this meant their lands had grown by the amount the river had changed course. The crab obviously did not agree. As we began our investigation, we learned that the river had not changed course naturally, but had been diverted by an oni. Over the further course of the investigation, we came to the belief that the leader of the Spider Clan, a Daigatsu Jin, had either directly or indirectly involved himself in blood magic and likely the creation of that oni. He had planned to build a temple to Shahai along the old riverbed, as the legends say that that is where she was born. As the investigation was coming near to a close, Daigatsu Jin came to my character alone and informed me that he was engaged to marry my sister, and that if I did not side with him in the resolution of the investigation, that she would be punished for my disloyalty. I did not side with him, and in fact I challenged him to a duel, expecting to die, uh, but hoping that that would allow Miramoto, who was a master duelist, the opportunity to then kill him, which would then free my sister from her engagement. The plan worked, but not completely. Uh, Miramoto actually took my place before the original duel, thus saving my life, more than likely, Uh, and the duel was actually to first blood and not to death. So Miramoto was able to defeat him, and because of the conditions of the duel, Daigatsu Jin was forced to uh, uh, comply with the decree that Miramoto then made, and that was that the river would be unblocked, it would resume its natural course, but the spider would keep the land as though the river had not moved back. 
Thus, they did gain extra land, but they were not able to build the temple as they had sought. It seemed like a great solution because no one was really happy with it. So with that, the three of us parted as friends, unaware that our actions, decisions, and failures had set in motion ripples that would reverberate throughout the empire. And with that, here is The Field Trip to Rokugan, Episode 1, Friends Old and New. So the scene opens. It's a dark basement. Stone walls all around. Various metal implements lie. In the middle of this dark, cold basement sits Miramoto. He's gotten used to this room. He's been here for the last three months. Various Kitsuki inquisitors from his own clan have came down and have been inquiring of information from him. And in the way that the Kitsuki investigators know best, and that is physical torture mostly related to all of the events that went down, very specifically around Daigotsu Jin and the duel. During this time, you feel you've given an honest account, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Faithfully uh, so. Faithfully so. And despite this, it has continued for a exhaustingly long period of time. But the door opens from above, as has happened many times. You hear the wood steps creak slowly, very slowly. As someone descends, it's your daimyo, Miramoto Yogan. Miramoto. Daimyo? It is an honor. I'm afraid I have not had time to make this place appear presentable. And for that, you have my deepest apologies. He, he looks down at you where you're shackled, sitting on the floor in a meditative posture. How long have we been going through this, Miramoto? It has been difficult to count. There have been days where I have spent the entire period of the sun unconscious from pain. Your count would perhaps be more accurate than mine. Well, maybe the gods have seen fit to end the suffering. I believe I've gotten everything that I need to know about the account that took place. The Spider Clan have brought formal charges against you and you are to stand trial. Daimyo, I am perplexed, and I would perhaps like to know at this time, as I have not been able to speak to those who would answer questions, what charges have been brought against me? Miyamoto, everything will get clear to you at the time of the trial. I see. There are a few things that you should know. We are going to be moving to a neutral location. You will be returned, your katana and wakazashi, upon an inspection from a kuni witch hunter that you are not, in fact, tainted. Aha. The reason for the move is at request of a crane. Your trial was to be carried out by an emerald magistrate, as should be done. But because of a connection between the Emerald Magistrate and the Spider Clan, on your behest, Kikita Seitiko of the Crane has requested that an Imperial oversee this trial as the impartial judge to your guilt as far as the conflict that you started between the Crab and the Spider. I see. 
I am honored for an imperial intervention. Daimyo, if you may indulge another question, down here over the months of questioning and different interrogation methods, a question has been turning over in my mind again and again. You did not take part in the Destroyer War, this is correct? I was not. And yet, Daigotsu Jin, a man who has never left his region, you call a friend. I am acquainted with Daigotsu Jin, but I have never met the man. I see. That's all I wish to know. If I was in your position, which is not an enviable one, I would be asking significantly more questions. The questions that I did want answers to don't appear to be revealed to me at this time, which is fine. Do you want to know why I kept you down here for three months and had the Kinsuki interrogate every piece of information out of you? Yes. You made the wrong decision. And with that, he turns and slowly walks back up the steps. Over the next couple of weeks, Miramoto, you have been moved to this tiny little village that sits between the Spider Clan and the Spine of the World Mountains that are in the middle. It is actually a, a town that does not have any clan alignment. It is unaligned, and it's occupied primarily by peasants. There are no samurai lords over it. Uh, you've been moved there to stand trial, but you have now are being treated as a standard samurai prisoner, which is barely like a prisoner at all. Um, <laughs> you're allowed to go to breakfast. You're allowed to go to dinner. You're allowed to carry your weapons with you. You're allowed to carry your armor. You're just told that you're a prisoner, and you're not to leave and have to show up at these things. Yeah. And that's, that's how prisoners work in, in Samurai, with the exception of the Kasuki investigators. A call has been put out to Akuni to come up and determine whether or not you are, in fact, tainted. Mm -hmm. Additionally, there has been the request of certain members of the Kram to come up and bear testimony to what occurred at the events. So, it's a bright and sunny morning. Over the, the village of uh, Korisagama. The village of Korisagama is a quiet little town. Lays out in, in the plains before you get to the Spine of the World Mountains. There is actually only one large hill that you can see with an eyesight from it. Everything else is flat. Presumably this is in, sort of an outlier in the foothills of the mountains. On perfectly clear days, you can just make out the mountains. It is a peasant village, but it is very nicely kept. It has a lot more money than you would expect from a standard peasant village. Is this Hinin peasant or Hainin? Uh, there's going to be both that are there. Okay. Um, it, it's very odd, actually, in fact, to have a village that is not run by a samurai. Um, and presumably just because of how out of the way it is, no one cares enough to do it. Cool. But that is that is our village. There's a small little stream that runs down through the middle of the village that has, has a wooden bridge that goes over it. We have several small buildings, uh, a couple larger ones to accommodate more people. But the number of people that are coming in for everything that's going on here is more than what they're used to handling, especially in the samurai cast. The other announcement that has been made is that at the same time that the trial is going to take place, there will be a wedding of Daigotsu Jin and Haruma Ishii. He, Super classy to have that wedding. He made the announcement the that trial. Be, <laughs> because of the necessity of him to be at the trial and the haste in which he wishes to make the marriage arrangements, he needed to have this occur at the same location. 
So we have dignitaries that are coming in for the trial, and we have dignitaries that are coming in for the wedding. You have already arrived. You've been here for a day or two and kept a pretty close watch on the peasants, Miramoto, that is. The peasants seem very nervous around you. Presumably they've heard stories about why you're being held here. Mm -hmm. But on this particular morning, we have three crab samurai who show up to the village at about the same time. I am uh, riding a pony, and uh, I'm jingling like bells with all my little jade trinkets that are hanging off my armor, so I'm literally tinkling as we canter into town. Hida is walking in. He has traveled steadily and stoically, observing the the world and the city around him, uh, giving great contemplation to the events that happened three months ago, and trying to figure out what will happen now. Toritaka comes in the opposite side of town. She is leaning heavily on her naginata, uh, it having been quite a long journey. She was called away from a neighboring town that had a bakemono infestation. You know, like you do. Like you do. Uh, and um, her her makeup in the traditional kabuki style just red and black on against white is impeccably done uh, with extra attention knowing that she's probably going to be running into dignitaries soon uh, her face does not at all betray the uh, the trepidation she feels at having to once again speak to members of the elite question so are any of us aware of his situation that he's being held that he's you're being aware held. that he is going to be put on trial here okay so we were summoned for that reason. you were summoned specifically for that you were actually given a very nice invitation from daigotsu jin to sure. attend the wedding as well but yes you two were on an official capacity summoned for his trial i would have had a peasant unroll that because i wouldn't have touched it <laughs> and found one of them that could read to read it to me <laughs> i have a question about all of our status mm -hmm. are we all exactly equals or are there some levels here you all are officially status one but there's our levels of responsibility because you especially at you all's level are seen as acting always on behalf of someone of higher status than you um, so whoever you're acting on behalf of, you kind of carry their status. But that whole argument breaks down if you think about it too much, because then everyone's acting for the emperor at all times, right. or empress in this case, and that is where some of the social conflict comes of status. Not a perfect system, but it's the one that we use. <laughs> hey, it's so the one that we have. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So the three crab, you all arrive into town, see each other, three crab that are coming. Have any of us, I mean, they've met, they've have met, I ever met them? They don't know you. Okay. All right. So as Hida walks in and he sees Haruma, he would start to wave and, and greet him because it's his old friend. Uh, and then he would notice something seems a little bit off. Stump over. Haruma. Hida-san. Well met, young one. It has been too long. Something seems different about you, my friend. Kind of look down at myself and I'm out like, like, like a Christmas tree with all green lights. I'm taller. <laughs> Not by much. Get off that pony. <sighs> I'll lean heavily on you and you can smell sake on my breath. I'm three sheets to the wind already. Mm, perhaps we should uh, retire early, Haruma. No, we must spend night in tavern and talk. And as the two of you are having this discussion, you see a third crab clink, walk up. Clink. She starts to walk past you, notices all of the jade, uh, stops, 
waits for that lull in the conversation and steps in. Young master, that is quite an impressive collection of jade you have. Thank you. You are offering to tell stories of them. Uh, yes, I, each of them um, was found uh, over many days of, of travel. I would be most interested to hear them. It is not often I run into clansmen so far inland. Are, are you here for the wedding or for the trial? The most honorable trial. And yourselves? It seems that we are all here for the same purpose. Jo join us at the tavern. It would be my utmost honor, and she bows. So the three of you are going to the tavern. I start to bow. I'm a little top-heavy. I almost fall. <laughs> oh, if you start to topple at all, she casually catches you and leans you back up. Keep... We're allowed to touch each other. We're crabs. Yeah, go crabs. <laughs> High fives all around. <laughs> the nod. <laughs> Hida is going to escort Haruma towards the tavern and then take a little bit of a left towards, I don't know, do we have a hotel? Uh, a a, a accommodations have been provided, yes. There are clearly we'll peasant homes there. that have been vacated of peasants, um, <laughs> but that's what's, okay. what is available, yes. All right, so then Hida is going to escort Haruma into such premises and summarily put him to bed. <laughs> okay, and were you, uh, Toritaka, were you following along? Uh, I was, yes. Okay. That's, if, they, if they appear to want privacy, by all means, I will let them at it. I, I think Hida is going to approach this in a very kind of battlefield medic. Sure. <laughs> he, it, he, he's not attempting any sort of privacy or don't follow me. It's just this kid is a little bit off his ass drunk. Let's take a nap. That makes sense. Then I think that once you started heading off to the thing, I'd... I'd nod knowingly. That's the... Oh, yeah. You, you and I would have a little bit of a, let's go to the tavern. Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe I'll see you around. I, I myself do head to the tavern as they... Okay. Um, Toritaka, as you're, you're walking through, through town towards the tavern, um, you hear from behind you a loud voice. That is a fascinating weapon. And as you turn around, there stands a clearly Spider-Clan samurai. <laughs> his, his head is... Shaved bald, he has a scar going from his forehead all the way d down around to his spine. Can uh, I tell who it is? The you've never met this man I've before. Never met this man. I believe he also has a scar on his cheek, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> he is wearing clothing, so it would be hard to see. Uh, see his it was a torso, right? Wasn't it a rib oh, cut? It was a torso yeah. cut. Yeah. Um, so you you would not be able to see that, but uh, behind him stands a dozen other crab samurai as well. Um, they are dressed well. For what you've seen, I apologize, uh, spider samurai, mm. a dozen spider samurai. They are dressed very well for spider. You have dealt with them a lot in the past, and you know a lot of times they look like peasants, but they are actually in their their best garb, and th this man is walking towards you. Mm. I bow quite low and uh, then straighten up comfortably. It carries with it many interesting tales. Daigotsu dono? Daigotsu jin. And I believe I've heard of this sword. Ah, uh, my reputation precedes me. It seems to have. Do you recount, if my memory is right, of, if you are in fact the Jade Blade, a Oni, a uh, Kamari no Oni that you slain in quite a tale, as I recount? You speak my praises. Uh, I'd prefer to 
Don't fluster me, my lord. Uh, I am very much the same. There's no need for all the, the, the pleasantries. Spider are a little more easygoing. May I hold the weapon? Indeed, you may. And he, he, he reaches into his kimono, and you see him put on some, some small leather gloves. God damn it. And he picks it up, and he is inspecting it, and he's just mumbling to himself about the jade work that's on it. Um, you know, all of the intricacies that was done, everything. I reach out to point to the Toritaka specialization, and in touching the jade, would like to use my special ability. Absolutely. Let's, let's have dice hit the table. I mean, if he's going to cryptically touch... The jade blade. Wearing gloves. <laughs> yeah. Like some kind of jerk face. Yeah, like a jerk face. That's the right word. Okay, let's see the darkness. Okay. So, so investigation against the target's sincerity. Yep. And plus one keep bonus for every rank of taint the target possesses. I roll that on the back end and add it as that applies. Makes sense. So that is using... Investigation. Do you have the investigation skill? It looks like, yes, I do. I have a 10 and a 7. Now, you don't have a lot to go off of because normally the way you would do it is you would have him come in direct contact with Jade. Obviously, he hasn't. But I thought that I had to be touching Jade in this case. Ooh, no, no, no. It, it's, Ooh. That's one of the ways that you test people. But there are numerous ways to test them. You look for physical signs. You look for everything that you can to try and determine it. A lot of times what Cooney will do is they will literally take a piece of Jade and physically put it on someone as like the test. But there's numerous ways looking for signs and everything. And within this situation... You've scanned everything. You don't see any abnormal growths, any abnormal smells, anything like that that you would normally associate. But you know it's not a thorough, thorough test that you've done at this point. Great. Um, I'm also I'm looking for signs, as I always do when anyone comes this near to one of my few valued possessions to make sure that nothing is being done to it. Certainly. And he is just, he's very much inspecting the craftsmanship of the blade itself. And then he hands it back to you. It is a master work of weapon. The jade in and of itself is so difficult to work with. I'm I'm an amateur crafter myself, but those that can actually bend it into weapons, it is it is fascinating. I would really like to press you for the story of the death of Kamari no Oni, though. Then it would be it would be my great pleasure. I was heading towards the tavern. It has been some time since I have eaten. Would you wish to join me? Yes, I will. And with that, Daigotsu Jin and Toritaka walk towards the tavern. Our crabs, what's uh, Hida and Haruma? Haruma, you've been put down to bed, apparently. Yeah, so what exactly did that look like from your side? Because I'm wearing my, my armor and all my trinkets. Are you just like shoving me on a cot? Yeah, I, I just dumped you into bed, kicked off your boots. I mean, your fancy Rokugan shoes, whatever they are. <laughs> Probably wooden Sand- sandal thingies. And... Made sure you had some water, a, a simple source of food, like rice balls or whatever we would have. And uh, I then went to walk around the town. Okay. Uh, Miramoto. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been a busy day. You know that people are keeping a careful watch on you, and dignitaries are starting to arrive. The only one that you had a, a brief chance at greeting is your daimyo is here as well. What, uh, what are you doing? Let's see. So I have the ability to walk around. Uh, probably, actually, I'm spending most of this time uh, at the domicile that I'm in, in periods of rotating uh, meditation and kata. I am trying to assess 
how my body has reacted to torture. Now that I have my weapon back, I'm trying to make sure that I am still on target. So I finish meditation, I stand up, I bow to the kami, and uh, I draw my blade and sheath it several times. Then I draw my blade quickly, go through the regular pattern of attacks, sheath it, then draw it once more, and I focus on the tip. Normally, uh, when I have finished my rotation, it is still. Um, My muscles are calm and my nerves are even. This time, I can see the slightest tremor at the tip of the blade. I sigh, sheathe my weapon, and begin meditating once again. Would it be possible for me to have walked up on Miramoto while he was practicing his kata? Certainly. I picture a scene where Miramoto was practicing, and, and Hida basically is a few paces behind him as, as he's doing this. And as you finish, you hear a familiar growl, there's only one man I've seen who wields a blade like that. And it's been some time since we've spoken. Hida-san! Losing composure for a brief second, Miramoto's eyes open and he turns around, seeing his old friend. Uh, he stands up and bows, a uh, low and happy bow that you would to a friend who's, has, whom you respect. Uh, he approaches you uh, and there's like a glint of happiness and hope in his eyes. Uh, Although he still looks young, I don't know how many marks the investigators leave uh, during their ministrations. It's all certainly stuff that can be covered with the clothing, Mm -hmm. but the the scars go deep. Okay. Uh, So, you know, he he catches your eye and you see that while his eyes are the same eyes that you had come to know uh, over those few days when you met three months ago, uh, you can see that uh, his like there are bags under his eyes. There are wrinkles. Uh, this man looks tired um, and a little bit weaker than the uh, brimming source of youth and energy that you had once come to know. Hida will return the bow, and you will see a a sense of recognition in his face as he glances you up and down, and, and he can tell just from uh, the knowledge he gained of you, his, his experience on the field. He, he definitely can see the toll that you uh, is on your body, what you've mm-hmm. been through. And he, uh, you see concern wash over his face. Miramoto, it, is, it has been too long since we have spoken, and I fear that the months have been difficult for you. It cannot be helped. This is merely what a man must do to maintain his honor. And I am happy to do that, but I am happier still to see that you are here. Would that we had met under better circumstances. The circumstances that we meet under now seem to be the only circumstances in which we can meet. It is true that we seem to be thrust into the darkest of situations. But tell me, what what of your home? How have things gone since I left? Uh, Hida, you would know this as, as you've been been around. Uh, you know, obviously, where the events of the the last uh, uh, thing happened, it has been relatively quiet. The tensions have still been incredibly high, but Daigotsu Jin has respected the, the the terms of the loss and has has sort of kept the region as the way that the three of you set forth to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but tensions have still been very very high. There was actually a, a situation where. 
a crab went missing. And once again, we had a crab task force that went fully armed into the woods. And he was found later legitimately had been attacked by a bear as he crawled back into camp and everyone breathed a sigh of relief. But it is that constant level of tension still that's there. Our decision stands and it stands amidst an increase of the same attitude that we faced. Has blood been shed? Not as such. Well, at least there is that. I am sorry for the circumstances in which we now meet. I fear that my decisions may have led to such grave circumstances on our second meeting. I do not say this lightly, but I feel that even in one such as yourself, there is wisdom. And I would not have had our decision go any other way. And he will act, and Hida will actually uh, clasp Miramoto's shoulder for a brief moment. Obviously, right? <laughs> <laughs> it stings as you touch a wound. Uh, but the intent of uh, that friendly uh, bit of touch is uh, definitely felt. Uh, over on a different side of town, in the in the bar, Daigotsu Jin and Toritaka walk down they have a seat the the 12 uh spider samurai that were following him remain in tow and take up positions actually they do not take up sits to they drink don't join. uh they are clearly in defensive positions and they are eyeing every single person around who is around at this point almost no one there was probably half a dozen peasants that were in there that once they saw a contingent of samurai come in they bolted the guy behind the counter bolted um <laughs> the guy behind the counter serving the drinks serving the drinks gone <laughs> yikes they immediately <laughs> evacuated well we are samurai all booze is free booze you're right what was i thinking and speaking of that daigotsu jin he looks through the bottles of sake picks out an appropriate one pours one for you and one for him and the two of you sit down with 12 spider samurai around you what should we drink to? Stories of old battles. To stories of old battles. So in a different part of town, uh, Haruma, what are you doing? You've been laid down to bed. Yeah, and unfortunately, um, uh, I have a, a, a ritual that I go through now to protect me from my nightmares. And because I was basically pushed to sleep or pushed down and fell asleep, I didn't get to go through my ritual. So the dreams that have stalked me so kind of pervade into my drunken mind and what I see, which is pretty much the same dream I have over and over and over again, is it's the wedding of my sister. I am actually watching it from from afar, but I'm in chains and I can't I can't speak, I can't do anything, I can't interact with the environment. I'm just just a hapless watcher. And I see my sister go to Dagatsu uh, willingly and you know almost like naively in ignorance of of what's going to happen. And uh, the scene sort of shifts as it always does right as she approaches him. And then there's just like some quick flashes of what was probably the first night. You know, nothing graphic, but clearly I know what's happening. The next scene shows her with a big full belly beaming with pride. And then I just see like thousands of spiders rip out of her stomach (laughs) and then start rushing up the scenery towards me. And as they engulf me, that's when I shudder awake and I have this dream all the time if I don't go through my rituals properly. So I, I literally wake up like screaming and shaking and all the little bells on me are, are chiming and it's just very disquieting. So I don't know where I'm at. I'm really just dis- disoriented at first. 
Okay. And back in the bar. Tell me about the slang of this Oni. So the bridge Oni of Kitai Island, as you know, uh, many witch hunters over the past, I'd say it is around 20 years now, have reported heading to Kitai Island when uh, accounts of a surprisingly slim and tall emaciated Oni protecting the area have cropped up. It happened once with Kunihiroka, uh, and then another seven years later with Kunirai. But still, despite tales of conquering the, the Oni in the area, of building up troops, of heading in, of protecting uh, the wayward travelers to the shrine, uh, alas, it, it seems that they'd kept moving in, and it was baffling. Um, so, uh, my friends and I had the idea, maybe it was not, in fact, the Oni, maybe it was something happening on the island. And in fording, fording the, the lake, uh, we were able to steal in and discover that there were blood cultists that had been possessing and reanimating Oni within the area and using them to shift the land and to uphold order as they saw fit while using the shrine to develop their own practices. So, in fact, it wasn't so much the Oni that we were bringing to justice, though, of course, but in fact, the Maho in the region. And as you know, it is now being thoroughly cleansed. Indeed, I do know this. Maho Sukai. Terrible plague that many of Rokugan proper put on spider. But, of course, those are, are nothing but abominations. Describe for me, specifically, the killing blow with that blade to Komori no Oni. It was but a, a simple cut, seeing as the creature was already, as I had said, dead. It was simply a thrust in at the stomach, and then up through the lungs and then the heart chamber. Clean, and uh, back on through. I didn't even get a drop on me. The ichor that spelled, spelled through. A most effective strike from a most effective warrior. You, I think, will do do well to uh, test the purity of Mirimoto. I trust that you will find him clean. It would be terrible if anything else were to occur. Indeed, it would be terrible. Good. He stands up. He takes the bottle. I appreciate you recounting that tale. Kimori no Oni was my first wife. <laughs> and with that, he gives a slight bow, and he departs. Throughout the day, you 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 wake up from your fever dream. You you hear there's uh, a couple hours later, where later on in the afternoon, there have been there's been a herald going around saying everyone needs to come to the main town square. Um, it is the the arrival of Mia Nintaku, who is the imperial that's coming. You all are gathered. Is everyone going? Anyone deciding oh, not to go to definitely this? Definitely going. Okay. Well, so like. Hygienically speaking, like, would I take a shower? Is there like powders that I would apply to I, cover the smell of the uh, horse and the trample? You would normally bathe. You know, they, they have a bathing stations sort of set up for samurai, which aren't the best uh, in this particular town. But uh, that's the the traditional thing that is done. Okay, it's, samurai really love bathing. All right. So if I have the time, once I kind of wake up from my stupor, is it also help me clear my mind? Because I mean, I'm an alcoholic at this point. I'm a functional alcoholic. I would take a, a bath, and and the the scene would linger for a moment on the scar in my belly where I I've stabbed myself, but I could not cut across. So there's a there's a scar right here. Jeez, Louise, 
Kids, see a therapist, okay? You didn't lose another <laughs> damn point of honor, too. <laughs> Failed Sepakil. Maybe that is one of the lost points. Uh, yeah. The four of you gather. Uh, it's quite a scene out there. Pretty much everyone's out there. Daigotsu Jin, you see, is out there as well. He nods at you, Morimoto. Smile across his face. I smile right back at him and nod. A, a horse comes slowly trotting into town. Um, it is actually a full-sized horse. Uh, and on top is a younger woman. Um, she appears to be about in her 20s. Uh, and this is Mia Nintaku, the Imperial. She has blonde hair that actually runs, clearly dyed, uh, that, that runs open and flowing down her back. She is dressed as Imperials are. She has a very stern look on her face as she's sort of surveying the crowd and surveying what's going on. Her kimono sort of flaps loosely around. It's sort of almost a little ill-fitting. It's larger than than mm. what should be. And uh, she she strides into town square. She looks around. Kakita. And out of the crowd, you see a crane, obviously a crane courtier. Everything about him, of every crane courtier you've ever seen. He has the dyed white hair. Everything is completely prim and proper. With every step, his head doesn't bob up and down. He just, <laughs> he, he seems to float along the ground as he comes and he holds out his hand. And you see her reach and take his hand to help him off the horse. And when she drops down onto the ground, you notice that she is missing her right arm entirely. She surveys the crown. This is a large gathering for a trial. No one is more surprised than me. You must be Morimoto. I bow very low. It is an honor. Is Toritaka Fuka here? Present. I step forward and bow low. Very low. Is Haruma Shimabuka here? I will step forward as well. If I see Daigatsu for the first time, I actually would probably... You are, yep. I would have like a little, almost like a startled <laughs> cry, because again, I've seen this man in my dreams for months. A vocal outcry? <laughs> of, oh, no! Um, and I actually, my hand would involuntarily go towards my wakasashi, but I wouldn't actually draw it. But it would be like instantaneous before I could control myself. And then Hida would be literally right behind you, <laughs> actually staying your arm and steadying you. Is Hida Kagura here? Hi. Is Miramoto Yogin here? He slowly steps forward through the crowd. I am here. And is Daigotsu Jin here? And he gives a very short bow. All are present? Good. We will make this a short affair and have this matter wrapped up and behind the Empire for something that needed my presence. We'll conduct my investigation and my trial this evening. I will meet with all of you. At once, directly after dinner. Daigotsu Jin steps forward. I apologize, but that is something that cannot occur. Mia, we have my wedding initiation will be taking place this evening. And that must be done first. And she cuts him a glance. She cuts a glance towards uh, Miramoto Yogan. Miramoto Yogan gives a slight nod. The trial will start then tomorrow morning. And with that, her and Kikita, the crane, disperse to the, the premier establishment in the place. Hida actually would be straining at this point as I'm trying to pull my blade free. And he would just be like trying to hold my hand back. And, and, and you look over to Daigotsu and you, you see, um, you know, suddenly he sticks his arm out and you see your sister go arm in arm with him. I look away in shame. And they turn and the spider procession starts to go to their areas.
Daigotsu Jin. Oh, he stops. He hasn't turned around yet, but he stopped. It is good to see you in such good health. I have heard good word of your region and that you are ruling quite well. I trust that you have also healed well. <laughs> I trust my wounds weren't quite as harsh as yours, Morimoto. Oh, I was not inflicted any wounds by you. Oh, yes, you were. Perhaps that is a way to view it, and if that is the only way you can wound me, then let that be known. I look forward to the trial. Marimoto, it is a, a happy day, and I hope that truth will finally come out in these good times. You and I have the same hope. I seem to remember the last time we had the same alliance. We didn't go as well as one would hope with two people that agree so much. Well, it cannot be helped. <laughs> and with that, they depart. The procession is starting to break up, and the four of you are here. Uh, I turn excitedly to Haruma. Haruma-san! And then, like, my voice falters at the end as I am seeing the vision that was once my friend. I trust you are sleeping well? No. I see. You, you look well? It does my spirit good to see you uh, again, Haruma. We must eat together. We must as friends. I wanted to chase after Mia. Okay. And uh, I believe that uh, Kikita is, in fact, in charge of the proceedings, or is she? Uh, no, she is clearly the one in charge. Yep. Mm. Um, and you, well, you might as well know the, the inner working politics as it's been presented so far is Kikita is the one that for some reason asked this trial to be moved to this location and an imperial oversee it as opposed to an emerald magistrate who would normally oversee it. I see. He's the one who brokered that, but has no official part in the trial proceedings itself. Got it. And then, uh, in terms of hierarchy for, for me personally, uh, seeing as I am an inspector of this, am I serving Mia or am I serving specifically just the Kuni? You are serving specifically the Kuni because you're part of the, the call-in is to determine whether or not there is a Shadowlands taint issue with Morimoto. Great. I would like to chase down Mia. Okay. And they are walking very slowly, sort of up the direction, having a nice chat, Kikita and Mia, as they're sort of walking. Uh, Mia-sama. She turns around. I bow lowly. Forgive the intrusion, intrusion into your time. I was wondering if you had any requests of me this evening. As the trial will not proceed until tomorrow, if we could clear up the nature of Mirimoto's possible affliction sooner rather than later. If he is in fact corrupted, I would like him dead before the morning comes. If he is not, then he will stand trial in the morning. By your leave, my lady. Question. If one samurai is has lost honor to another, like what is the proper recompense there? Mm, I need more specifics. So my character would feel dishonored towards James's character because I, I felt like what I did to him was somewhat manipulative. Um, again, I expected to die and not have to worry about it, but now that I'm living with this, I feel that I've shamed myself in his eyes, and how, how would I feel like I should make that up to him? Um, it's really up to you, because normally it would be an act of, of a gift or an act of a works that you would do to try and repay that honor debt in some some regard. Okay. I approach and uh, put a put a companionable hand on, on Hiruma's shoulder. 
It seems as though little brother has some demons to excise. Shall we find a meal? I think a meal is in well order. Pardon me. W- would you happen to be of the Cooney? Uh, or no, no, it's not the Cooney clan. It's the... She, she is a Cooney witch hunter. Her are, family is Tori Takas. Are that all is, witch hunters Tori Takas? No. no, they are okay. mostly Cooney, but I have- She's a special case. Uh, my my howdy has like my mon all over it. That's, okay. That's where we have a falcon, and I wear a lot of green for, for a witch hunter. Forgive the intrusion. Are you a Tori Taka and the Cooney that is to oversee this trial? Miramoto-san, indeed I am. Uh, he bows low. It is an honor to meet you. I have always wanted to meet a Cooney witch hunter. Well, I hope it is not a bad meeting. It does seem to me that you are all men who need drinks, though. Indeed, indeed. Well, one of us I does li- not. I light up. <laughs> Demons to excise, indeed. Away we must. So the four of you return to the, the bar that Toritaka was at. Is that the only place to eat? Uh, that, that, that is the place. Yep. Um, again, this is not a village set up for this amount of people, let alone samurai. That is the place to go that food will be prepared and the place to go where drinks will be provided. When you enter this time, though, um, there isn't a mass exodus. Uh, there's only one other peasant that's in there as well as the person that is behind the bar to, to serve you. Uh, and they're happy to, to seat you and provide any needs and provide any drinks that you would desire. So I would order us all some hearty food. And not at this point in the evening after making eye contact with you order any alcohol. <laughs> I look very disappointed. <laughs> or perhaps uh, I, I would in fact order some sake for Miramoto. <laughs> I, I imagine that there's a scene where Haruma is trying to grab a bottle from a waiter walking by. <laughs> and, and he just kind of reaches over and smacks his hand down. Well, it could even be like completely like three stooges. Like I grab it, I put it in front of my in front of me and then as i look over you move it so every time i look back it's <laughs> gone it away yeah so it's like happens like five times over the course of the meal who's around uh, at this point uh it's just the four of you and the two peasants who are manning the establishment that's all that's in the building great i put my weapon down and very visibly relax so i'm supposed to find you guilty uh or innocent or guilty by morning and uh, see to your mortality either way Ah, you will be performing the execution. It seems that I have been given leave to. Uh, May I ask, is this in the case of me being simply tainted, or will you be performing the execution either way? I certainly hope not the latter. I would actually prefer that. Well, I should hope that you should prefer to not be killed. I have been through a trying few months, and I am starting to come of the opinion that there will be no way I am found innocent, whether that be the truth or not. Brothers, do you share the suspicion? I feel like the events are stacked against our friend. But as one who witnessed the actions and was part of them, I firmly know that he is innocent. Sometimes these sort of things happen. You... Perform duty with what honor you can, and things must be sacrificed. A single flake of snow may melt as it touches the ground, but with thousands, you will have a blanket of winter. Perhaps this is my destiny. Or perhaps uh, no snow needs to fall. Seems a pretty grim table already. 
I would drink to that. No, you won't. Forgive me. I am not in the proper humor. We are alive. And while that is true, we must enjoy that life. You have to forgive me again. I have finally got a chance to eye your weapon. You would not happen to be the Jade Blade. Indeed I am. I know of the Cooney Witch Hunters only through stories. Those few scrolls that make their way back to the mountain of the Dragon Kingdom have kept me entertained for many months, and I believe your exploits have been the center of many of those scrolls. You notice that she gets a little uncomfortable and allows herself to be seen getting uncomfortable. Forgive me, forgive me. I am someone who seeks the truth in all matters, and I will say of this night that it is not over until one has worn their geta. I understand your desire to see the end of this story, but I would like to begin my investigations, if you are comfortable with that, if you are comfortable becoming a story indeed. I believe I would be happy to submit to that. Please tell me the story of Daigotsu Jin and why you have been imprisoned these past three months. I believe I cannot be impartial, and my tongue shall be looser than than decorum would dictate. In this circumstance, I am surrounded by two friends, and I have the ear of one who purports to care for truth. I suspect... I suspect an alliance between the dragon and the spider, an alliance that extends deeper than decorum would expect. I arrived at the camp in order to provide judgment over a simple land dispute. When I arrived at Daigotsu Jin's tent, he presented me with a scroll from my daimyo, with instructions, more or less, to rule in favor of Daigotsu Jin. These had not been imparted to me uh, on, on my way down to the Crablands. If I had been told by my daimyo on the outset that a decision had been made, and it was my role to carry it out, I would have been more open but my instructions upon leaving were to find the truth and act accordingly. The scroll had me suspicious. As we looked into things, it seemed that Daigotsu Jin had been at least partially involved, maybe in only a supervisory role, to a conspiracy to change the course of the river and build the temple to a controversial figure. That figure being... Shahai. What do I know about Shahai? You know all about Shahai okay. because Shahai, she, she works for the nickname the Goddess of Blood, and her specific pet passion was killing Kuni witch hunters. Oh. She was the worst, worst, worst of the Mahusukai. Oh, that's very And nice. that was her, her mission. She actually, because she could tolerate the burning jade, a lot of Kuni witch hunters actually wear jade uh, bracers, mm -hmm. and she wore a bandolier of those jade bracers that she had taken from Kuni witch hunters. I care very deeply about our empire. And I see an empire that has both the crab and the spider at strength to be a strong empire, as that is what banished the darkness not that long ago. Any such statue would clearly cause a rift between these two clans. I did what I could to stop that from happening. And in doing so, I have violated the spirit of what my daimyo asked me to do, a spirit I fear was in dishonor, and that brought shame upon me. Brothers, what have you to say on this matter? 
Hida will consider his words for a moment. The situation that we three were brought into was one with far more occurring that we were made aware of. I feel that we were put into a position that no matter what decision was come to, the end result would have been as it is now. There was no right answer that we three could have come upon. However, I do feel that with our support and Miramoto's leadership, we made the right choice. And I would not back down from that choice or have those events go another way. So while the conversation is going on and I'm actually eating food because I don't do that a lot. So when I start, I actually, you know, eat a lot. Uh, at some point you would see I pull out a small pouch and I pull out like a little fine green powder and I just sprinkle a little bit on my food. Um, and uh, uh, so I eat, eat that. I will take a break and set my, my, you know, my fork or I should, should say chopsticks down and then say, um, Dagatsu Jin is a monster. And then I'll just go back to eat my food. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out the RPGacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash the RPG Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, The Caleb G, at The Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at The RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>